welcome everybody to Mixed Reviews Podcast. We are back again. We did a two-parter because we had a lot to say about this year. It was a big year, you know, trapped inside. It was a big year. Again, you know, we, there's not much to do but watch movies. So we are here again in our part two uh, of the start of 2022, going back, looking back on the year. Sasha, where do we leave off? I was <laughs> just going to ask. Oh, you were talking about Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, Tick, Tick, Boom. It's a good movie. Um, That's basically it. Yeah, um... There were, that was, because, yeah, we were talking about the musicals that came out this year. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's, I feel like three is a lot to come out in a year. Like three kind of big profile movies. I mean, yeah. it's just because I've been paying attention more. It is, it is a big year for musicals. Um, musicals are on the, the year of the remakes, though. Well, every year has been the year of the remakes. Yeah, but these have been some, like, Nightmare Alley is a remake, Dune, West Side Nightmare Story. Nightmare Alley is a remake? Yeah. Oh, shit. I think Guillermo was the one who made the original, though, and it's like a short. Okay, then I'm not shocked. So then, yeah. I was going to say, Guillermo does not do remakes. He's a, he's a, he's a very original man. Who else could original. think of fucking a fish? But um, if it's his own remake, that makes sense. Oh, I hope he doesn't turn into like a Tim Burton where he's all style and no substance. Because Tim Burton did the same thing. He had a lot of original ideas. He even, Oof. and then he ran out. And went back and remade Frankenweenie, which was a short short he did, and then everything after that was trash. <laughs> and I feel like we're oh, following damn, the same. Oh damn! That is honestly, given how Nightmare Alley is, I would not be. I could go either way. It genuinely could go either way. I feel oh, Guillermo's smart. Tim Burton, yeah. I don't think is smart. Can I talk about a movie that's new that came out? But I, I'm pissed because I just watched it yesterday with my roommate because we didn't get to see it in theaters and we're pissed. The new Paul Verhoeven movie benedetta <laughs> oh yeah you what the hell is this movie i saw that <laughs> on your thing and i'm like i've never oh heard of my this. god it's so good it's about like um i don't know it's about a lesbian nun who's getting like disturbing images of christ i don't want to spoil anything don't tell me anything else <laughs> don't tell me anything else it's so i didn't good. even hear what you said i don't care what you said don't tell me anything else is this available on anything can i watch this tomorrow no it literally just came out we we had to get it i mean it's in theaters if you want to go and f- scrape it I, I doubt it's anything in michigan but so you yeah. saw Bened- benedetta and it's <laughs> weird and you told me everything stop laughing i'm a very good actor okay sorry um yeah so you saw benedetta yes and it's very the lesbian good. nun movie the lesbian nun movie was i little to me when i told you to stop stop laughing. no 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 I, I just don't know where to go now i'm trying to i'm trying to gauge what, what not to bother you with but oh you're not gonna you, bother it, me so uh, you could stab me in the eye and i'd be like i probably deserved it are we still friends <laughs> anyway no i just i just love that the uh the cover picture for it like even on letterboxd it's it's just benedetta wearing her white like nun thing with just her nipple poking out of the side <laughs> oh my god it is this is be- I need this poster. That is some good underboob. It's a good fuck. It's probably one. It's in my top five of the year. On a scale of one to ten, how much was this movie made for me? I mean, wow! It's like all just naked chicks and Catholics and yelling at Catholics for being bad at their religion. So maybe a hundred percent. It's one of those. It's one of those movies where it's like it's a really good movie, but if you come from a religious background. It's, it's either a su- like the Catholics are like protesting this movie first off. I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna yeah. love it. I so literally it's just like went it's either to like church super for offensive or one of those movies that you're like, oh shit. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. But, um, they finally read my letters. Thank God. 
there's the one thing I wanted to Starship Troopers. Nuns. He's here for you. Oh my god. Lesbian nuns. Okay. So we saw Benedetta, or you saw Benedetta. Yeah. Solid Kay. movie. Solid movie. Ten out of ten. Recommend. Um, I think I'm out of my 2021 list. So I might have to start going back. Oh, that's fine. We can go back. I saw some some not new movies this year. Okay. What'd you see? Um. Oh, one movie that I do think. Any well, I see. If, now that I saw it on a plane, I feel like nobody. I don't want to recommend it to people because old was not nearly as fun. Not in the theater. Because old really? is fucking dumb. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's dumb. It's an M Night Shyamalan movie, but it's like. It's almost like it's dumb to the point where, like, he knows that he's dumb. He's, but he's known for a while. I know, but, like, the fact that he knows that he still keeps trying so hard and and playing like he's not, it's, Is, it's I hysterical. I don't know that he's trying. M. Night Shyamalan fascinates me because I feel there's no way he doesn't know anymore. There's no Ru- way. I don't know. There's no way. Let's see. Um, so one thing that I did make a point to do today or this year is I watched all the Bourne movies. All of them. What a great use of your time. How'd that I go? watched all the Bourne movies, and I am so excited to tell you about the Jeremy Renner one. I am so excited. Is there La- a new one? Yeah, Jeremy Renner, they, like, rebooted it. Oh, boy. So, the are you familiar with the Bourne movies, like, what they're about? No, I actually, I just know, <laughs> okay. I just know, born redundancy, born, 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 born. <laughs> Here's what you need to know about porn. <laughs> So the whole the the board movies are about about these agents called Treadstone agents and they're like um super trained almost sleeper agents and they're like superhuman almost like they can do all these things they they enter this program they basically brainwash them and then send them out as part of like CIA missions so they're very efficient in like killing and like whatever they do uh that's the first three ones it specifically follows jason bourne who loses his memories they're all very good movies especially born ultimatum born ultimatum is the best time i've ever had in my life born ultimatum is excellent i was everybody talks about born ultimatum like is the best movie and i i got through the first one like this is good the second one i fell asleep in and then i got to born ultimatum and i thought i was going to come it is the best fucking time of my life i loved born ultimatum but my goodness I ended Born Ultimatum, and I moved on to watch the Jeremy Redder one. All the Born movies are really good. They're fun. I call them bro films. You get to the Jeremy Renner one. He's a Treadstone agent, right? He he entered the program because he's basically Forrest Gump, and they started giving them pills of physicality pills and intelligence pills. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeremy Renner entered it because he was a fucking moron, right? And he was taking the pills. And then they stopped giving him the pills. And he's like, no, if I don't take the pills, I'll be dumb again. <laughs> yeah. he Is this society. a metaphor for Jeremy Renner and his fucking Marvel career? <laughs> he's like, no, I won't be famous if you don't make me Hawkeye. Please don't be in a franchise. I don't know, but he kidnaps he kidnaps rachel rice who is like a scientist in charge of these pills and makes her make make him a formula so he doesn't go back to being dumb and it's told very serious like he's like you don't understand what it's like having um cognitive regression it's very awful and all i can picture is like 
like very buff Forrest Gump. Like imagine Forrest Gump, but he kicks ass. <laughs> I'm just imagining like yoked up Jeremy Renner saying that, but it's slowly like warping with the fucking doodle bob. Like me no hoy me no. Like instantly regresses. I was not expecting the plot line of he needs to be in Treadstone, otherwise he's an idiot who can't get a job. <laughs> I love it. It's a very no, bad. That's movie. relatable. <laughs> the that Matt Damon, funny. the Matt Damon films are excellent. The Jeremy Renner one, I don't know what the hell happened, but I'm so happy <laughs> it did. <laughs> no one talks about that subplot that he's a fucking idiot who needs the pills. That's funny. But yeah, that's what I did. I watched the Bourne movies. Overall, first three, great time, especially Ultimatum. Bourne Legacy, you gotta watch it. You're not gonna believe the plot. It's fucking nuts. You just told them. I'm sure they will. That's true. But I, like, notice, I, 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 if I was not being filmed, I would have to stop and laugh for, like, 20 minutes. Like, wheeze laugh. I could not stop laughing. It was so hysterical to me. And probably is only hysterical to me. But whatever. That's what I watched and went back in time. What did you watch? Um, and went back in time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I did see Noah this year for the first time. Oh, the I don't know if we're ever gonna do an episode on it, but yeah, I saw it. It was great. I did actually. I think I finished the Aronofsky. Yeah, I finished the filmography this year with the Wrestler and with Noah and with Mother. I think I saw the last three. Very um, nice. Yeah. Yeah, the wrestler was the best out of those three. I think the wrestler. The wrestler. A lot of people say is his best film. It's really, really good. It is. It's not. It's not my favorite film by him, obviously, but it, I think it's really good. It's, it's such way a total different. Change to see like so a different drama. It's so just a different straight drama. But like, it still hits you in the same way, which is fucking weird because yeah. his movies are not comparable to any other type of movie other than yeah. other Aronofsky movies. Yep. So, yeah, that was pretty dope. No. Um. I'm probably going to rewatch Mother. I feel like I need to give it a solid rewatch. I recommend everybody re- I really like Mother. It could just be Catholic I, but guilt, I, I, yeah, but I, I watched really... it in two parts. I watched it on an iPad. I was streaming it. Like, I didn't really give a shit. So I'll, I'll try to sit down and, and rewatch it. Because I feel like I probably will. I feel like it's not as bad as I think that it is. I just, I, listen, I grew up d- basically Catholic. So it, it hit me in all the right places. I loved it. Um... Let's see here. I watched... Oh, I watched Nocturnal Animals. Oh, what do you think of Nocturnal Animals? Um, It's pretty. uh, (laughs) um, This feels... Once I learned it was made by Tom Ford, the fashion designer, I was like, oh, this is what rich people think plots are. Yeah. It's just this... (laughs) It is a nothing movie. There it's is, so disconnected. It's so. It's not. It's a, so, you, know what's, you know what's weird? It's like not. Sorry, I'll let you go. I keep interrupting. It's just melodramatic, and it's like I I know he didn't know what the hell he was doing. He's directed like two other movie, like one other movie, and yet there, he didn't get to direct House of Gucci, which he yes. probably should have because he's in it. He he probably should have. But it just feels like I know you are not the one directing this. I know it is like the cinematographer, the set producer. It is not you with any of this. Especially it, in that movie because it feels like you just wanted to show off fun outfits. Because what is Amy Adams wearing? Through that? Like, oh I my get god. It. I get it. You're rich. But and you're Jesus, into the, art. The de-aging on them was nuts and also completely unnecessary. Do you know how many redheads look like Amy Adams that are young? Isla Fisher who's literally in that movie. Yes, 
make her Amy like, Adams. That's that's one thing I, I'm very satisfied about. They were in the same movie together. It's like, okay, good. Yeah. Somebody sees it. As far as Jake Gyllenhaal, I don't know who you're going to go, but honestly, anybody with black hair and blue eyes, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. It, I don't know helps. why they de-aged him, but it was it was very well done. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. But yeah, that was a nothing movie. It's it's so, yeah, like I said, it's so disconnected for being something that wants to be so, like, intense and, like, so emotional. And it's just not. <laughs> I, did, I did laugh very hard when the cop was like, uh, your whole family was raped. Like, the way he says that is just so, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Oh, my God. He just found his whole family dead on a couch in the middle of a car lot. And, like, also, like, like I get the metaphor. The metaphor is cool. The metaphor would be better if it were Jake, if Jake Gyllenhaal's character were literally the director of the film. <laughs> like, yes. if Jake Gyllenhaal were making this about his character. Or, like, Jake Gyllenhaal's character is making this movie about his character. What What is the metaphor? There's a metaphor to this movie? Well, I assume, so... She's cheating on him, which is why, and I, I want, and she has like a, she gets an abortion, and she doesn't tell him about it, which is why it says that his daughter and his wife get killed in the rape, because oh she's sleeping with another man, and she and he, was with him and got an abortion and told him about it and didn't tell him, and so he never knew, so she took away his kid forever. I hate it when rich people are artsy. I hate it. Yeah, so much. yeah. It was. It's like that's a cool metaphor, but. It, why isn't that the person directing the movie? You know Jesus. what I mean. That's what the movie should have been about, not. The story of that story being told by somebody. Yeah. Uh, I did read a funny letterbox review where they said the movie where Amy Adams constantly puts on and takes off her glasses. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is a cycle back, but that's one thing that I fucking... That was driving me crazy the second time I saw West Side Story. There are so many moments where characters will just pick up something or just put it down or like shrug on a coat or like pick something up or they'll turn a light off in a... There's like a, there's like right at the fight. They turn the lights on. They're like, welcome to the salt mines. And Riff immediately goes, turn the lights off. But it's like they, they just turned them on like not even five seconds ago. But okay. You need action. You need movement. Yeah, yeah. That's how you can tell. There's like, ugh. Fuck, the stage direction wasn't in the script. What What else did you watch? Um, oh, I watched, uh, oh, Imperium. Imp- that sounds That's not familiar. That, it's the Daniel Radcliffe white, white supremacist movie. Oh, I watched movie. that too! Yeah, I yeah, I told you to watch that, because I was like, this movie's not good, but in case you were wondering what Daniel Radcliffe as a skinhead is... So, once I found out it's him pretending to be a skinhead, I it was way more believable. I thought oh, it was yeah. like, actually oh, no, Daniel yeah. Radcliffe is a white supremacist. And I was like, hmm, what a I should have just shown you the one clip of him dropping the N-word to that guy. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> um, that word. Harry Potter, no. No, no. Uh, you definitely put your name in the Goblet of Fire, Harry. Please don't do that again. <laughs> Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? I love it. Best Dumbledore. Can we please yeah. review that <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that, no, movie that movie was not stuck. as bad as you said. I had a nice time. I I didn't have a I didn't have a nice time. But like, did it you notice was... Tony Collette chewing gum through yes, the entire? What the fuck? Is that part of your character? <laughs> I guess. I um, guess it is. I get. I wonder if it helps her widen her jaw to keep that accent. Maybe she's <laughs> like, 
what is she Australian? I can't do an Australian accent. She's going to be British. I have to chew gum. I can't do the accent without the gum. Without the gum. What movie did I just see? Oh, my Nightmare Alley. I was like, what movie did I just see her in that she was great in? Uh, she's she's honestly really good, but she was that whole movie is just over the top. Yeah, it, it's it's taking itself way 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 too seriously. Yeah, for there were some there were some tense moments, some moments that I think worked. I mean, yeah, but nothing's really at stake. Yeah. So I also don't really remember what the whole point of the doing all that was, just to find skinheads. Yeah, I guess seems like a very extravagant well. I way. think they were like she was figuring out why they're specifically rallying like in a position. I don't know. Does it matter? No, it doesn't. It literally fucking doesn't. <laughs> they are still one of those fucking things. Burn them alive. Oh, you watched um Encanto, didn't you? Oh, I did watch Encanto. How do you know that? Did I snap you about that? Yeah, you oh, sent yeah, me, I did. You sent me I, like I you sent me like hours worth of snaps. I feel like. That's right. I, I had a, a sad little dip moment down, because I'm still mad. Kids movie rabbit hole this year too. A what? I took a little dip down kids movie rabbit hole this year. Oh, like what'd you watch? Well, um, I watched uh, Ryan the Last Dragon. Did you see Mitchell's versus the Machines that came out this year? And I usually don't watch like new kids movies, and I remember why because I watched that one. But I was like, oh, maybe because I always liked fun like little like family disaster movies, like The Incredibles or like Mega Mind or something like that. And I was like, oh, those are always fun. Somebody said it was like Gravity Falls. It is not like Gravity Falls at all. It was okay. not funny or good, and it was terrible. Okay. I feel like I have no kid- idea what movie it is. It's like it's it was like a Netflix original like animated movie, but like I feel Ooh, like every... I stay away from the original animated ones. I know. I well, I actually I watched the, the Netflix animated original Witcher too. I feel like Netflix is hit and miss with original because I mean the anime series can sometimes be good. Yeah, but I don't know. Um. Yeah, I watched Encanto. Encanto was very good. It, it's it's honestly it seems like a little bit more return to form of like what. Disney can do it's very it hits you in the feels it's very nice I just had a moment where I'm mad that we're going through all the ethnicities and we still don't have a Cuban one and we probably never will because what are you going to talk about them coming to America and escaping communism kids can't relate to that that's depressing that's and sad true. that's why my father has anxiety issues to this day so we have a Cuban movie it was made uh, by Lin-Manuel Miranda, which I don't know why Lin-Manuel Miranda, a Puerto Rican man, is suddenly the voice for all island Caribbean Hispanics. I get it, he made Hamilton, but you know what he did? He rapped in that. Wasn't that done by black people? But sure, let's have the light-skinned Hispanic do rap and then suddenly make him the voice of all Hispanics in the nation. <sighs> Are you done? I just don't like how he said, this is my love letter to Cuba about Vivo. And I didn't even watch Vivo, and now I'm definitely not going to watch it, because it has nothing to do with Cuba. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna... telling you, you guys, you need to make the Cuban baseball miracle, or musical movie, for all Cubans. <laughs> That's what I said, what are we going to talk about, communism and baseball? You're like, well, you, were, you were like, yeah, they like dancing and baseball, so write a baseball musical where it's just mostly dancing and all the, the, the music actual lines are pretty simple. <laughs> I, sh- I, should. I should, I know nothing about baseball, but maybe that'll work for my favor. I don't, I don't think you have to, just watch Moneyball a couple times, I think it'll be fine. Oh, I watched Moneyball this year! Oh, nice! I was bored! Was it <laughs> good? Not- it was okay. That was like, wasn't that the first movie where they were like, oh, Jonah Hill can be serious? Yeah, it reminded me. That was the beginning me, of it. It reminded me of Spotlight a lot. Just the tone of that. it. So it's, hmm. Spotlight is about when they caught all the pedophilic priests in the press. 
Yeah. Um, and it had like that. Everything was told very straight in Spotlight, and that's a lot how Moneyball is, but with way less of an interesting story because it's about fucking baseball. No one gives a shit. Yeah. Where Spotlight yeah. is much more interesting and heroic. I watched. Um, I already told you about this, I think, at some point, but I watched Bombshell this year, which was about the whole Me Too movement with Charlie oh. Theron and Margot Robbie's in it. Who's the other blonde chick? I know Kate McKinnon's in it, but she's not the other main blonde I love chick. Kate McKinnon. Um, oh no, how's yeah. Charlize Theron? Because she's great in literally everything she does. Oh, I mean, she's great. She carries the whole movie. Of course she does. But it's it's again it's one of those movies where it's like it's about something serious, but it's also about like rich white people and yeah. keeping their image and blah 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 blah. But it's got really cool. The edits the edits on it's pretty interesting, so Okay. It was kinda like the edit it's kind I'm using this loosely. Kinda like the edit on Don't Look Up, but it didn't make me nauseous. Gotcha. Um but uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I watched um a hashtag me too movie as well. I watched Promising Young Woman. So did I. Um, that that was really good. I I really liked it. It's getting a lot, a lot of backlash for being a little too heavy handed. I thought it was like it, you know what's weird. I thought it was almost like not heavy handed enough. Like it was. Yeah. I don't know. Like I I have I definitely have my issues with it, but none of it really comes from it being a portrayal of like sexual assault victims yeah. or like femininity. It mostly is just like I just didn't like her character. Like I didn't like that she like just was just constantly falling down this hole the whole movie and like that's the whole yeah. movie and that's how it ends but i mean that's, i get that that's the point you know what i mean i i found it to be my joker so like we're Fair. white cis men rooted for the joker and like the one percent and all that i was like i was like this is what i feel like the joker should have been which is a little more charismatic because she is kind of charismatic in the movie she has yeah maybe it's just the interactions between her and bo burnham but i really I oh really yeah, I forgot. Like I, I fucking hate that he's in that movie too. I hate his face. Okay. <laughs> I hate his fucking face. I know it's, literally nothing about Bo Burnham except for he blew up this year because of Inside. But whatever. And that's my lowest rated movie. <laughs> I I watched it. I don't get why everyone is laughing. Um, it, he's one. I I I'm a I'm guilty in that I've read. I've been you know, a person who's subjected to reading a lot of articles about Bo Burnham or, like, snippets that people, like, anonymous people have said about him. And just, there's just been so many. It just seems real. But everybody was always just, like, apparently saying, like, he was just an, always an asshole. And, like, I don't think he's... He's not funny enough to be a comedian, but he's not musically talented enough to be a musician. So he's always just going to sit in that middle zone or I'm not going to really respect him. Because I'm be like, but he, you're not really good at either of those two things. Yeah. Like, if he were really good at one of them, like, if his music were shitty, but he was super fucking funny and charismatic, then I'd be like, oh, yes, yeah. Or if his yeah. jokes were meh, but his music was really cool, then I'd be yeah. like, oh, okay, at least he's that. But he's neither of those things. So I'm just like, where does your fan base come from? Your feathered hair that's, like, I, super I outdated? Yeah, I think people are just in love with the way he looks because he's, he's he's the, the pretty man's basic. Dimitri Martin. That's yeah, what he exactly. Is. Yeah, I I like Dimitri Martin's a weirdo, so I, I found that more fascinating. Just like I yeah, don't know. D- Dimitri Martin has like that um like loser charm. You can very <laughs> tell he was like a <laughs> like, dork in high school. Nobody liked Dimitri Martin, and you can so tell you he like still him. probably doesn't have that nice of an apartment now. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I didn't. I was not a fan of uh, Bo Burnham. I'd really know nothing about him. Um, it just what like else did such you watch? A, such a move. Um, what Dear God. Oh, I also saw Ghost in the Shell for the first time this year. I saw it in IMAX, which was super sick. Oh! Yeah, the, they like randomly brought it into IMAX out here. 
That's hard sci-fi anime. How'd you like it? Yeah, I thought it was dope. I mean, it's hard. I like hard sci-fi anime, so I was like, this is badass. I haven't seen it in about 10 years, so I can I cannot tell you a thing about it except for um, the, the head transplant scene or whatever. That's basically no all That's basically all it is. They it, they catch... I like that it was actually pretty simple. They're just, like, catching the puppet master who, like, steals people's heads, and then, like, the end of it is, like, the major's like, do we want to be people or do we want to be robots? Like, yeah. what is it? And it's like, I don't know, keep going, King. Um, I watched, so for whatever reason, I, I had quite the Sandy Bullock year. Um, Jesus. I, I watched Speed. Oh, shit. That's a train movie, right? Or the, it's bus? the bus? The bus. It's the bus. All of Speed is excellent until they get off the bus and you discover there's another 30 minutes to the film where they're no. not on the bus. <laughs> That's the worst. That's like uh, phone booth where he gets out of the phone booth and you're like, no. And that movie's not even an hour long, I don't think. God. Speed is great. I also watched The Blind Side again. You're really not. <laughs> you're really good at like digging yourself into a hole and then just pivoting and then digging down a different direction. <laughs> the Blind Side is horrible. I watched. Really? I think I watched that on a plane too. <laughs> And I don't know why she won an Oscar. <laughs> Actually, I do. It's because there was nobody else that year. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. But I feel like that movie was a slice of life, like, movie year. Like, I remember Blindside was coming out when that's when, like, all the sobby southern moms taking in kids for movies. <laughs> it, was like, it was, like, the genre to go for. Um, oh, I did, I did watch an oldie this year that I saw ooh. for the first time. My first Catherine Bigelow movie. Fun fact, she's the first woman to ever win the Oscar for uh, directing. Zero Dark Thirty. And as a, for a woman, yeah, she did Zero Dark yeah. Thirty, but she won it for, I'm pretty sure it's The Departed. Did she do, yeah, she did The Departed or The, yeah, yeah, Departed. The Departed was Martin Scorsese. No, then it's Dearly Departed. The Dearly Departed, okay. Dearly Departed. Yeah, that's, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, I know there's The Departed and there's Dearly Departed, but I cannot remember. She did one of them and that's the one she won the Oscar for. Okay. And she used to be married to James Cameron. Um, but no yeah no i think that was a messy i mean if you have two directors and one of them is james cameron and they're married <laughs> i'm pretty sure she beat him that year too which is pretty badass yeah okay um, yeah i like her again yeah but she did uh this movie called near dark in the night in 1987 and um it's with bill paxton at his fucking prime r.i.p bill uh, paxton yeah who else is there's there's like one other person in here who's kind of famous but other than that it's like a no one movie um no i guess like, yeah i guess bill paxton's really the only person that i know in it um but no it's like this it's like kind of like a b movie i guess because obviously nobody famous is in it but it's like an 80s movie about vampires and it like goes full like vampire 80s cheese trope but it's like done like super serious and it, this. yeah it's kind of awesome but the what's really cool about it are the the special effects because okay. like the vampires are like obviously they're super immortal but like all of like the, there's like this all this crazy blood and like violence special effects so the vampires end up getting like ripped apart and hit by trucks and like blown up and they're all like fucked up at the end of the movie and it's kind of creepy and like it's the super the super intense vampire lore where it's like if they go into the sunlight they literally t- just combust into flames. But you can tell they're like that. actually setting this shit on fire. So like people are actually smoking and their like skins like I... burning off and it's all practical. It's what, super what is this called? What is this called? Near dark. Near dark. 
Okay. I would definitely recommend it if you like old, old campy stuff. I don't even think it's camp. It's just cheesy 80s stuff. But yeah, it's really cool. So one, I'm. This is an old film. It's 2007, but it's so low budget. It literally feels like it's from the 80s. Um, <laughs> I, I watched a film that I guarantee you haven't heard of. It's called The Man from Earth. I think I actually have heard of that, but it might it be from is you. The, one of the most B films that turned out to be great. Like it's really good, but it's like all done terribly. Like all the execution is horrible because th- everybody was being paid five dollars on that set. <laughs> it is, it is so bad. It's cinema um, is rot's form. But the plot and the idea is awesome, and the dialogue is really, really good. I don't want to spoil anything. Just try to go in to it with an open mind that you know they basically hired homeless people to act in this movie. Oh shit! And. Okay. It, it I don't I don't know if they did, but some of them look like homeless people, and uh, it's a bottle film, so it's like literally like five people in a room together, and then that's the whole movie, and it's just people talking. Interesting. What's it called? It's very good. Uh, the Man from Earth. It's from two thousand seven. Earth. I was able to find like I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. That's how low budget it is. So, I love that shit. Yeah, and not even like with ads. Like someone uploaded it. That's how little they care about this. <laughs> I mean, to movie. be fair, that was the for the longest time for probably like seven years. That's how I would watch Enter the Void. Was some guy just had the whole movie on his YouTube yep. channel in seven twenty feet. That's uh, fair. back in the good old days. Yeah, when YouTube was a lawless wasteland. Ah, uh, it needs to go back to that. I'm so tired of all the colors and unboxings. <laughs> yes, and the white backgrounds. God, if I see another white background in my life, I'm going to kill myself. If I see one more surprised person in a thumbnail, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> should we, Shit, should we, what's we do he thumbnails? doing? Should we do that? <laughs> Our thumbnails for... I mean, yeah, we, I guess we could. Oh, God. Thumbnails um, are just... I just hate, hate how clickbaity they are. Speaking of clickbaity, I mean, this is back to, to modern day times. Did you see Free Guy? I did see Free Guy. I forgot to put that on my list. Like, I hated it. <laughs> it was fucking awful. I hated Free Guy. I love Ryan Okay, I, I, I laughed. I, I promise I did laugh a lot more than I probably should have. But it's so bad. And it's everything that I hate about the world that we live in. Just like it also all melded into one movie. It, it had... It needed ninety percent more Steve Harrington. Oh yeah, Stranger yeah, things. yeah. Also him, I, him with the pedo cop stash. That he that can police kid, brutalize me. <laughs> I hope, I hope that kid from Stranger Things goes far because he's a phenomenal actor. All of his line delivery is amazing. Yeah, and I think he has a ton of potential in him. I just hope he doesn't get typecasted as just like that guy because I feel like he will. I I would love to see him in more. So if if that's the way I have to enjoy his career, I'm happy to do that. Fair. Um, but yeah, I did not like Free Guy. I I was in, I saw that in IMAX, and um, I remember. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was did you have a migraine after? Yes, I thought I. Okay, I'm glad you said something because I felt real old when I left that movie because I was like that was so loud. Yeah, I like went to IMAX just because I have the AMC pass. So it was obviously they're all free, so I was like, oh, it's and it was only an IMAX. I'm like, I'm literally never gonna see this movie. Might as well get the IMAX experience. Lost my eardrums as soon as the fucking movie started. Yeah, it's loud and everything is very bright, like too so bright. bright. The CGI kind of works because it's like gamey for be- like, cause it looks like it looks like what I would imagine newer quality video game graphics in I a just, movie would I- look like. 
I want this premise to die where it's video game worlds in movies. I Ready Player One was garbage. Um, fuck it. I'm going to call um, uh, Battle Angel Alita. What oh, is it? Ba- uh, Tequila Battle Angel. <laughs> Tequila Battle. I'm going to call that one. A, that's basically a video game world movie, essentially. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, yeah. Um, this, stop doing this, people. It's not a good, cool, it doesn't make you young and hip that you're doing video games and movies. Like, it's stupid. And I'm sick of it, and it never works. Does anybody really want to watch that? Because it's like, there's a reason movies are popular, and there's a reason video games are popular. Mm -hmm. I get that you would think that putting them together would make them twice as popular, but also it it makes them so much messier. I don't even really I feel like I just feel like there's not a, enough energy or like thought behind the whole somebody in a game and I don't find it unique enough to be able to explore that theme as often as people do. And there's just such a clear misunderstanding and like lack of knowledge that directors have when it comes to video what games. What you doing down there? Me I have a scissors that I'm playing with. Oh, I thought you were cutting your hair. I was like, no. do you maybe want to look at that while you do it or just going to go and blind? Okay. Sorry. I just, yeah. It's it, dark down there. No, my hair is there. nowhere near it. But yeah, I'm, okay. I'm shocked that you stopped me. Normally, you'd just be like, Paige is just doing Paige You were doing it for a while, too. I was just making sure that I wasn't interrupting something. No, I'm, I'm fiddling because it helps me form my words. Gotcha, God, so. you fucking ableist piece of shit. Yeah, well, that's me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kane and ableist. <laughs> 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 and i'm taking that i'm taking that go for it it's based That's off of your good. already username so go for it oh yeah all my usernames is Kane and Abel. um but that's just because i like that story i find it very funny um <laughs> i wonder you like mother so much jesus yeah but uh, there's very obvious a lack of information when it comes to directors handling anything video game or writers handling anything video game it becomes very clear that they do not know how video games work hi my name is Paige. my degree was actually going to be in game design i know quite a bit about video games <laughs> um they make up words in free guy that don't mean literally anything at all i wondered because i was like i i don't know video game terms but i know enough technical terms to be like that's not how you would describe that in an, on a professional there- setting there, there was one, I can't think of it because the rest of the movie is stupid, but there was one moment where I was actually impressed that they got it right, but then they ruined it with, like, the way servers work at the end, and I was like, that is not at all how servers work. You can't just, like, disconnect a server and, like, parts of the world go away. Like, no, it's, like, all yeah. interconnected. It's no, that, I mean, that kind of goes along with when I was um, talking about kids stuff, what kind of started me on the kids stuff. Um, Because that's my big thing with Mitchells versus the Machines. It's all this like, oh, look up, like, don't be on your phones. And it's like, is that really the, is that all we're given to fucking family movies now is like, like watch Star Wars. We don't understand how the internet works and stay off of your phone. Like, that's the deepest we're going to cut with any of this stuff. Okay. I'm kind of, I'm almost happy that I grew up when I grew up because I feel like the shit that I watched as a kid had just way more substance anyway. Yes. Like Lilo and Stitch. I actually rewatched Lilo and Stitch's movie. That movie has a lot of heart. Or I watched that this year. It's a very yeah. good movie. I'm trying to think. I, yeah, I haven't watched anything new of like, that I would say has like heart. A lot of, I feel like everything's just become so cynical, which is fine. Yeah. I'm totally fine with cynical stuff, but. 
this like wannabe pulling at the heartstrings shit kind of makes me nauseous. Yeah. I felt Encanto had a lot of heart. That was a good... That had heart. Um, the father has a lot of heart. I know you, that was 2020, but that's recent. That had a lot of heart to it. Uh, it had more heart than Nomadland, which was up against it in 2020. And that movie is just rural pictures of South Dakota. I have a movie that had heart. Hmm. It's very like Go America heart, but it did it did have heart. Um, I watched Hacksaw Ridge. Mm, what'd you think of it? Uh, I thought it was really good, and it's two different movies slapped together, which I always love when they do that. And it's, like, right at the halfway mark. It starts off as something, like, you think it's, like, this is, like, fun guy, fun southern man gets the girl. And then the rest is Saving Private Ryan, directed by Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) It is nuts. Just absolutely bonkers disgusting. Um, But, yeah, it had a lot of heart. I cried a little bit. It was nice. Uh, speaking of Tarantino, I did do a Tarantino marathon this year. Oh, of all of them, or just what did you watch? Um, just the, at the time, there was just a bunch of them on HBO Max. Oh fuck, I still need to see Reservoir Dogs. I pro- I meant to watch Reservoir Dogs, but I haven't seen Reservoir Dogs. That's um, one of my favorites. Yeah, everybody says Reservoir it's really Dogs. good. But I watched obviously I watched Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction has become like I was. And it's a movie that I watched way long after the fact. Like the first time I saw it was like two years ago. But it's one mm-hmm. of those movies that like I totally get why people like. It's an instant classic. Like you can just like yeah. feel how like fun it is, even if people don't like it that much. I like it a lot. Um, but uh, I watched that. I watched Kill Bill one because I refused to ever watch Kill Bill two ever again. I did the same. This I made Mike sit down and watch Kill Bill one because I was curious what he was going to say about the martial arts film. Yeah, he hates everybody who made that film. Now he's like, <laughs> "What is this? This is trash." <laughs> I mean, he I think that's kind the of the point of it, made. though. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, it was on our list for a bit from dusk till dawn. It's actually it's Robert Rodriguez, but it's starring Quentin Tarantino. Ooh, um, that that's always pre- a good choice, right? It's it's Quentin Tarantino <laughs> and George Clooney. Oh God! Yeah, it's it's probably oh, one of God. my favorite movies. It's oh, speaking good. of George Clooney, I watched uh, Ocean's Eleven again, which I've seen. That's just a fun. Just I've fun. never seen any of the Ocean's movies. They're well, like heist watched, films, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I watched Ocean's Eight and couldn't even make it through it. I watched it for Kate Blanchett, let's be honest. I only watched it for her. All right. Um, she's okay. great. Uh, but I couldn't even make it through it and just watched Ocean's Eleven instead. Um, I did go back in time. Far back in time, I went back to 1989 and watched Say Anything Again. Mm, um, never heard of it. Say It's the John Cusack movie where he holds a boombox over his head. Oh, yeah. No, I've never seen it. Yeah, I only, it, I only know that part. <laughs> it's a very good movie. It's very cute. It's very nice. It also has a crazy subplot about uh, the girl's dad stealing money from old people in a retirement home, which nobody talks about. He <laughs> pockets their money after they die. <laughs> Which no one talks. That is fine. bananas. It's fine. It's but fine. okay, you gotta get your bread. It, uh, John Cusack. I wish he had a better agent because he's he's a very good leading man. He has, did you watch of- Gross Point Blank? I did. That movie is incredible. Isn't that movie a fucking killer? <laughs> I watched that directly after you told me to. I rented it and everything. Joan is the best part of it, obviously. But- My favorite part was the 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 cop that isn't a cop that shows up to just make sure nobody's on the property who takes his job way too seriously that's the highlight of the whole movie he's the best he's the best part i also just like that the whole movie is just john cusack kind of just avoiding people but like still having to interact with them me i was watching it the whole time because my high school reunion is coming up 
Oh, and God. I'm like, this is gonna be me. Yeah, I'm gonna end up murdering someone at the high school reunion. With a pen. Gr- with, a, with, a pen. <laughs> with a fucking pen, and I know exactly who it's gonna be too. Uh, that movie's pretty good. It's good. Excuse you. Me? What did I say? No, uh, a car farted down the street. Oh, it's a, leave it alone. It has IBS, okay? It's a well, Toyota. Maybe it shouldn't do that so loud in the public, all right? <laughs> it needs a gas X. Um, I watched The House That Jack Built this year, another Lars von Trier film. Oh, damn, you got really into that shit. I love Lars von Trier. I've seen a majority of his films. I don't think I've seen uh, almost any. It's... I mean, it's a Lars von Trier film. What do you say? I do like... Uh, spoilers. The ending is the divine comedy. It is literally Dante's Inferno. Hell yeah. Just... The epilogue is Dante's Inferno. It, it, and it comes out of left field. Oh, you did, um, did you ever see Last Night in Soho? I did not. The movie's pretty cool. I know well, some people were a- disappointed with it. I, I guess I kind of understand it, but I don't know. Yeah. Better than House um, of Gucci. The, every, I want to watch that just to see how bad it is. My saddest part is, like, I had somebody, like, watch him be like, I didn't think it was that bad. And I was like, well, then I just can't talk to you. Well, then you set up a CAT scan for them to see yeah. if they're okay. Um, I have a question. How asleep was Adam Driver in the House of Gucci? Because all the things I've seen of his clips, he just looks like he needs a nap. He lo- I just That's- don't feel like... I ju- I swear to God, man, that movie just exists so that Lady Gaga could wear fuzzy hats and say "Mamma Mia, Marito." That's her whole life. It's her whole life. Like is, just- and you know what? That's how disappointed I was. I went into House of Gucci like hoping that this was gonna be. I saw House of Gucci way before Spencer. I had plans to see it. I was gonna. I was, I was hoping. I was like, Lady Gaga's gonna take the Oscar right from Christian Stewart. Watch House of Gucci's gonna be fucking awesome, and no one's gonna. And it was awful. And I was like, Yep, I'm gonna go to see Spencer because. Uh, Clearly, clearly, they don't know what the fuck they're doing over here. I'm not even that big of a fan of Kristen Stewart, but I don't want Lady Gaga to win an acting Oscar. I'm fine Doesn't that she, she has one? it. No, she has it for songwriting. Oh, okay. For Shallow, um, which fine, I'll accept that. I I'm gonna say an unpopular opinion about Lady Gaga, and I fully expect to see just a sniper dot <laughs> on my face as I'm saying this. Lady Gaga is the art kid that never grew out of being pretentious. <laughs> just a whole lot of nothing, saying nothing new that no one's ever th- that people have been saying when they were teenagers, and then realize like, oh, literally everybody already knows this. I should probably shut up and actually find some originality. That's I love her songs. I love her costumes. I love the extravagance. Please do not speak in interviews, Gaga. Just shut the <laughs> fuck up. Oh, I just, She's I kind of unbearable. She's just one of those people that doesn't stop talking. And I feel she like... Doesn't. And I and I, I relate because I know that when I... Especially if I'm probably in an interview, I'm somebody who doesn't stop talking. Like, obviously, we have a podcast. We don't stop yeah. talking. But, like, I try so hard to know when I should shut the fuck up. And to shut the she, fuck up. And you, she doesn't and care. She's had too well, much money famous, for too long. Yeah, when you're famous and you have an entire group of fans who love hearing everything you say, no, of course. Why would you ever stop? Some people should. Some people should know. <laughs> Marito! There's this, like... I love how she did this movie because she also, in every interview... I'm Italian! It's like, shut yeah, the I, fuck Yeah, I'm Italian! Up. Jesus, is it that obnoxious when I mentioned that I'm Cuban? Somehow, no. <laughs> Probably because I don't look it, so it's a shock. It's like, What? <laughs> You're lying. I feel like people think it's a lie. You're lying, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, that's fine. I know I know I'm basically white. It's okay. 
Um, my dad is medium skinned. I swear to God. Medium he skin. He's medium he well. Is. He's medium he's well. Medium skinned. He's medium skinned. But yeah, anything else? No. Are there? I've any, covered my list. Are, yeah, I covered my list too. Mostly. Are there any movies from the podcast that we watched that you have more thoughts on that you didn't get? Oh. You didn't get out. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Oh, Mouse Hunt. I wanted. I want to talk about Mouse Hunt. Uh, the reason why I love Mouse Hunt so much is because Nathan Lane in that movie is my father. Oh, okay. That's just my father in every... If there was a house... or If there was a mouse in our house, that is exactly how my father would behave. He doesn't even like guns. He would find a gun and shoot up the goddamn place. <laughs> and then be screaming at me the whole time about it. Oh, my goodness. Tony. Um, I'm out of water. What? So that's how I know the episode's about to be done. Um... I would like to take a moment to apologize for my um, American Animals episode where I'm deathly ill the whole time and it just seems like Sasha and I got just done fighting. <laughs> we were not fighting. I was very, very sick. She was. <laughs> she was diarrheaing that whole week. I was. I think we had to stop so I could have diarrhea. I think like, so, yeah, the- yeah. I think it was, I was like, like hold a, noti- on, I just a sh- noticeable switch. Yeah. I, I guess like, I'll, hold on, I, I shit my we're pants. Gonna, we're gonna apologize for episodes. I guess I'll apologize for the raw episode because I was so that was the day that I was up for like oh like yeah thirty hours and I had just gotten done with work and I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's you, just did, go. you did seem pretty tired, but you didn't seem like like you wanted to murder people. Yeah, yeah, that's all. You just true. seemed like you needed a nap. Yeah, I did. I did need a nap. Something about having a poopy butt makes you angry. That's why I think that's why babies are so upset all the time. I get it. Uh, yeah, I understand. They also can't speak or pick up things. And neither can I. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. All right. Well, that's that's the first year. Well, hopefully at this time next year, we'll have an entire year of mixed reviews to go through. Should Before we fully wrap up. How have you felt doing this podcast? Because I would like to take a moment oh, good to really God. thank you. Oh, God. For the, yep, yep. Oh, yep. no. I would like to take a moment to really praise Sasha. If there's one person that's behind all of this, it is Sasha, without a doubt. She does literally everything. She does all the editing. She cuts everything together. She runs most of the accounts. I'm in charge of the TikTok one. That's why there's basically nothing on it, because I'm hopeless and useless. I actually have to write Paige's script for her. Everything she says, I have to write. Yeah, <laughs> she. Or, what you don't know is she's actually in the room with me, and her hand is fully up my ass. Yeah, I'm actually. I actually mouth. am Paige. I just didn't want to do a podcast alone. <laughs> it's a little too egotistical, even for Sasha. Yeah, but no, S- Sasha truly deserves all credit with this podcast. Anytime they're like, "Oh, Paige, you have a podcast," I go, "No, Sasha has a podcast. I just happen to be there. That's what this <laughs> is." Well, um, I wouldn't be able to do it by myself because it would, it genuinely would be sitting in a hard drive if I had done it myself. So thank, thanks to having the other person. So I love this. Yes. The only thing I want credit for is the name. I came up with the yeah, name. Yeah, Paige did come up with the name. No, that's fine. And uh, Paige introduced me to No Robbie, not like Europe. So when I one day have a shirt <laughs> that says it, you will know that's who it came from. <laughs> I'm very excited. Thank you, everybody, for sticking with us. Yes, more episodes coming as soon as I'm ready to edit them. All right. Love you all. Adios.